Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, I am really looking forward to um, our guest because we're not talking about business things. We're not going to be talking about how to use social media, how to use direct mail, what to do on your website, content creation, things like that. We're going to be talking about personal mental health which to me is absolutely positively critical. You know, it's, it's clearly one of the most important things because if we're struggling there or having challenges, we're not able to function well as a business person, to make our business successful. And today, more than ever, we've got challenges. I mean, you know, we're, we're, as we're filming this, we're right in the middle of the pandemic. And there are so many things that we are dealing with that that was why I was really looking forward to talking with my guest today. So please join me in welcoming Jeff Tasek to our program today. Welcome, Jeff. Hi, Deb. How are you? Oh, doing just fabulous. But let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we'll do a deep dive into this, um, because I, I, I really do look forward to this, and I think it's, it's a critical issue that we need to be discussing. So there is a rising need for online businesses during the pandemic, as we know, but especially related to mental health issues and resources. Virtual EMDR, we'll explain what that means, has developed a proprietary platform to provide low-cost, self-guided behavioral health therapy. The technique, EMDR, which stands for Eye Movement Desensitization Reprocessing, has been used in treatment for 30-plus years, although the online use is relatively new. The program can help individuals with depression, anxiety, fear, isolation, PTSD, abuse, trauma, and addiction. Jeff Tasek is the founder of Virtual EMDR. His company is born from his own need for resources that led to EMDR therapy, which aided in overcoming childhood trauma. Virtual EMDR became a reality way back in 2014 after exploring the best way to bring this therapy tool to anyone, anywhere, in a way that removed social stigmas and prohibitive therapy costs. The program has continued to grow since its beginning and has achieved a 90% satisfaction rate among subscribers following treatment. Jeff is a former journalist and currently lives outside the U.S., but hopes to return to Colorado in the near future, or the distant future, whenever. (laughs) So again, Jeff, welcome. Thanks, Dan. No, not not that it matters, but it's it's Taycheck. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's it's one of those uh, impossible to pronounce last names. Nobody could possibly ever get it right. So, and um, you know, I I deal with that all the time because um, people usually say Crier for my last name, um, yeah. and it is my married name. Um, but it's Crier, so I understand totally. So, take check. All right, but I'd mention it. So, no perfect. Problem. 
I've, I've changed the pronunciation in my, my little notes here. Um, but tell us, you, you, I mentioned in your bio that you were a journalist and, and then you evolved into this and it has truly become your passion in life. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm really lucky. I loved being a newspaper reporter. I was a crime reporter for a while and worked the government beat also mm-hmm. in Colorado. Uh, and then eventually I moved on to uh, writing about medical products more mm-hmm. for a marketing company. And, um, you know, at the time I was having some real personal struggles uh, uh, around having uh, PTSD and trauma from my childhood. Mm-hmm. And also I needed to do some flying for my career. And I hadn't been on an airplane for 11 years because mm-hmm. I was absolutely terrified to get on a plane. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a friend mentioned EMDR therapy to mm-hmm. me and I never heard of it before. I had no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this is somewhere around 2013. That's just mm-hmm. a guess. Uh, I, I looked online. I found uh, an EMDR therapist in Boulder, mm-hmm. Colorado and had some in-person sessions. They were really expensive, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but I could not believe how well that it worked. Mm-hmm my fear of flying, on the PTSD uh, uh, issues I was struggling with, and I began to sort of watch what the EMDR therapist was doing, mm-hmm. started to understand the basics of the technique, I started to read about EMDR, mm-hmm. and I got the idea, I said, someone out there can start a company, and someone can bring this online, and some, someone can teach people how to self-guide this process mm-hmm. through software. And that's sort of how this company was born. I mean, we didn't really have a company yet. Mm-hmm. It was just an idea at the time. But uh, yeah, so to your point, I'm, I'm incredibly lucky to have found something that uh, not only am I passionate about and I have a career with, but uh, can really help me to help other people and to help the community as well. So I'm very Hi. lucky. You know, and we were talking before the program, you um, are in your current location because of your spouse. Um, and of course, the cool thing is with an, an online business service that you provide, you can work anywhere. You know, anywhere you've got internet, you can work. And, you know, but I think more and more, and especially because of the pandemic, we are discovering that more things are going online. And one of the biggest things, at least here in in the United States that we have seen because of the pandemic are rising medical, or not rising, increasing online medical visits. Um, I have a a new doctor who I have had four or five appointments with, and they've all been virtual. It's a little weird. You know, I would would like to actually meet her in person someday. And, And considering she's five minutes from me, it's the funniest thing in the world, but we're and we're obviously chatting, you know, you and I online, all of these things. And so more and more things, more and more businesses and services are moving online and we're getting used to that. So I love that that you you were kind of on the 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 forefront of this with starting your business so many years ago. Yeah, I mean honestly, I was just lucky to to have been the person that thought of it. Um and you know, when when the pandemic started, uh, in-person EMDR therapists were adamant, you know, EMDR can be done in person and it can be done online. And um, 
ironically enough, you know, then with the pandemic, they all sort of jumped over to our side and, and everyone's <laughs> EMDR online now. Mm-hmm. So uh, virtual EMDR, my, my company, we, we, we really offer two separate products. One is for uh, a non-therapist to conduct EMDR sessions on themselves. Okay. The other product we have is for therapists to conduct EMDR sessions with clients, just like we're doing right now. You and oh, I are okay. on uh, internet video software. Mm-hmm. So be this kind of a situation where um, I would be able to, to show you what's going on on my screen and, and your questions and that kind of stuff. If I was a therapist conducting the, the session. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, a, a, a really lucky, a really lucky time for us to be mm-hmm. an online business. Um, you know, it's, I, I'm really sad to hear that, uh, you know, some businesses have really struggled with the pandemic and some, you know, a lot of businesses have even had to close their doors mm-hmm. permanently. And um, we were lucky. I mean, uh, our business actually grew with, right. with right. It has something that people really needed. So, you know, and it is a challenge, you know, if, during this pandemic, because, you know, no matter where we were around the world, to some degree, we were told you go home, you stay home. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm here in, in Atlanta, Georgia, Georgia is, is one of the states where we have had, you know, some fairly high numbers. And as I was sharing um, with you before we, we uh, were recording, we were just chatting, we don't have a mask mandate here, but you know, we've been doing a variety of things, but one of the things is that we have the shelter in place orders, um, for, uh, you know, and, and originally it was, okay, everybody shelters in place. You know, my husband was at work one day and the next day he was here. (laughs) Um, and that was the way it was for many, many people. And for most people that has been lifted, but I'm, I have a compromised immune system and, you know, for people who are as, as our governor puts it, medically fragile. Um, and so I'm delicate, um, or, or seniors, you know, those are, are kind of the, the two categories. We're still in shelter in place orders. Um, now, you know, I, I go out, I, I, I do restrict, you know, what I do when I go out, but, and that for me, that has been extended again through September. So, wow. you know, many people are still, uh, you know, working from home. And again, this is around the world, you know, where companies are still shut down. Companies, unfortunately, had to close. So people are home just because they don't have a job. And so more and more, we're, we're just stuck in our homes, which, I'm, you know, that's good in many ways. But it has also caused so many issues because we are social people. We want to, you know, we, you know and, and that, that really doesn't matter where we are in the world. And even people who I know are incredibly introverted people are saying, we need out. We need to go see people. And yeah. so mental health issues are, you know, becoming, unfortunately, more and more people are, are having them. You know, they might have had some issues before this started. And, and this is now amplifying it, or they're brand new just because, you know, uh, they're, they're uh, not getting out and about. I was talking to, to one friend who is single and working from home, and she said, you know, I go for days without seeing and talking to another person. Yeah. And, and she said, you know, I thought that was great for about a month. Then for another month, 
it was starting to be kind of stressful. And now she's incredibly stressed. Um, she doesn't, you know, she said she started taking some walks and things like that just so that she sees people. And she's in the, in one of the areas where it's it's less restrictive. And so she can get out and, and do things like go to grocery stores, but they're not having business meetings. They're not doing things like that. And so she's feeling incredibly stressed. And, you know, plus then you have the, the um, all of the, the things that are associated with all of the businesses that are facing difficulties. So business owners, small business owners, entrepreneurs, we're having to find new ways to operate. In many ways, we might be the primary you know, uh, source of income for our families. Speaking of families, now all of a sudden we have kids that we're having to homeschool that we never planned on doing. And so the stress level is just going up and up and up, especially when we still hear about, you know, cases of, of uh, COVID-19 when we, when we don't really have, you know, uh, we don't know what's going to happen in the next two months, six months, a year, things like that. So that's where services like yours are so incredibly important. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and it was the same here in Singapore. You know, I, I consider myself to be, someone that has pretty good mental health, but uh, um, our, our initial lockdown was a month. Mm-hmm. I was really struggling with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Singapore is incredibly crowded. Almost mm-hmm. no one is in a house. Uh, mm-hmm. People in buildings mm-hmm. and uh, in condos and apartments. And, you know, at the, by the end of that first month, I was not doing particularly well, mm-hmm. being forced to stay home for a month. Mm-hmm. And, and on top of that, right at the end of the month, uh, Singapore extended the lockdown for an additional month. Mm-hmm. So I was really having a hard time. And uh, to sort of reflect what you were saying, I mean, I'd even heard from some friends. I have a friend uh, here in Singapore who lives alone in a one-bedroom apartment with his cat. And he was just really struggling emotionally with, with being alone all the time. Mm-hmm. And then cat got sick and died. Oh, but no. It, oh, yeah nothing he could do he was uh you, you know he was stuck in the apartment mm-hmm. and, you know I, I will say this i realized that the topic of, of this show is not giving people advice for you know the best things that they can do in, right. in these mm-hmm. times but um doing phone calls meeting people online so for example uh, I, I go to a, a men's group where we talk about what's going on in our lives mm-hmm. and that's uh and it's a it's mostly expats. It's uh, uh, mostly from the UK and the United mm-hmm. States. And that was moved from in-person to online, to on right. Zoom. So, um, you know, I think that people really need to take advantage of, of what's out mm-hmm. there uh, um, to connect in whatever they way, way that they can, even if they can't do it face-to-face anymore. Right, so. right. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is one of those I thought, oh, you know, would have been would have been good to have been the founder of Zoom, um, you know, and and you talk about a company in the right place at the right time, you know, yeah. they just they you know, and and I was talking with somebody yesterday, and I said, we do we even Skype anymore? Which that used to be the big thing, um, you know, and and there's lots of things, but yeah, we're we're finding ways to adapt. I started an online networking group, and you know, way back in March. And it originally was just, hey, let's get together and chat. And it has evolved into more of a business type of, of networking group. We have a speaker, um, but, you know, and, and so we have an educational component to it. Uh, you know, I, there are people who have now started working together based on meeting each other on, in our online group. But anything that we can do to kind of get that face-to-face back, 
I, I think we need. And, you know, because it, 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 as, as we've been saying, people really are struggling with this. So let's go more into exactly what it is that you do. And so it's EMDR. And so that's eye movement desensitization reprocessing, <laughs> which I can obviously see why you have an acronym for it. But what is that? Okay. Um, first of all, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing is uh, the name that was given to it about 30 years ago by right. mm-hmm. initially invented it. And I suspect that we could go back in time, they would choose a more simple name mm-hmm. for it, thing less complicated and less mm-hmm. confusing for people. Uh, I, I often refer to it as just eye movement therapy, which is also not technically correct because it's a lot more than eye movements, mm-hmm. but it that's a little bit easier to swallow than, than right. uh, uh, the longer version of it. Um, basically, in short, the idea of it, and this is a very shortened version of what EMDR is, is uh, um, if you think about difficult emotions, traumatic mm-hmm. uh, events, things that bother you, while you're stimulating the left and right hemispheres of your mm-hmm. brain, mm-hmm. that can be done through eye movements, bilateral audio tones. There's a lot of ways to do it. Um, You can change how you think about difficult emotions or traumatic events Mm. and start to feel a lot better about them. Mm -hmm. So for example, a traumatic memory, like being a victim of a crime, somebody gone on you, robs you, something like that. That can be a memory that can bother you years later. You're just Mm -hmm. trying to have lunch or wash your hands or do whatever, and you Mm -hmm. can't about you know 10 years ago when you were robbed well by doing some emdr sessions what can happen is you'll still remember mm-hmm. what happened, but it'll be much more of a normal bad memory it mm-hmm. won't have that hallmark of being an intrusive memory of bringing you while you're trying to live your life and that's the kind of result that you can get pretty quickly with uh, emdr therapy um it can also be used uh, uh, to sort of deal with when you're having difficult emotions. So, for example, we talked about uh, the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if you if for people who are finding themselves depressed about the lockdown, uh, uh, having anxiety about what's happening, what's going to happen with my business, mm-hmm. what's going to happen in the future, uh, you can do EMDR sessions that just focus on those sort of different feelings. And you'll find that you're feeling a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, very soon. So that's uh, an overview of what EMDR is. Now, what we do, virtual EMDR, is very different, though, than the kind of EMDR that therapists have been doing uh, over the past 30 years or so. Mm -hmm. So That's sort of an overview of what EMDR is. Okay. Well, and, you know, I want to emphasize to people that there are obviously times when you need to see a therapist, when you need yes. to, um, when you, when you need assistance, I mean, you know, and, and, and especially if there's something, you know, say if you're feeling suicidal or something, you know, this, this is, this is a great tool and it may be part of the process, but you know, it, you also may very well need outside assistance. And so, you know, we, we want to, want to emphasize that, but you know, this is is something that it was it was interesting when I was reading your your website. It is you know we all struggle with things, 
you know, to, to some degree. And, and, you know, pandemic aside, there are just times where we get stressed out. Um, you know, maybe it's test anxiety. Maybe it's, you know, maybe you're, you're having trouble in relationships. I did hear today that the, the divorce rates are up, which didn't surprise me. I mean, you know, we, a lot of people got really used to their spouses not spending a lot of time with them and now they're stuck with them. Um, yeah. But, but, you know, and, and then there are clearly much more traumatic things like PTSD and and things like that. So, you know, how how would someone get started? I mean, you know, how would they even think, well, well, you know, gosh, you know, Jeff, this is something that I need to be doing. Yeah, so uh, um, th- there's a few things there. So first, the, let me say that historically EMDR was used for PTSD and it was started just okay. uh, working on the military community. Mm-hmm. And then the therapy community figured out that there were a lot of other applications, EMDR, uh, addiction, mm-hmm. depression, anxiety. There's mm-hmm. a lot of different ways to do it. Now, that's in-person EMDR sessions. And the way that that works is you'll go to a therapist's office, let's say, six times. The first mm-hmm. couple of times, you won't even do EMDR, mm-hmm. six one-hour appointments. Mm-hmm. The program that we created, Virtual EMDR, is a self-guided program. You do it by yourself at home when you have some time or when mm-hmm. symptoms like, and that's one of the great things about it is um, if you're having problems and you know, your, your EMDR session with your therapist is not until Thursday next week, well, too bad. You have to sit and wait right. and mm-hmm. work on your stuff. But uh, with our self-guided program, you can work on it right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the way that our program works is basically right on your screen. It'll ask you questions. It'll say right on there, you know, hi, Deb, how are you feeling today? And you mm-hmm. type answer and then it'll say, okay, you know, well, what kind of thing do you want to work on? Mm-hmm. Type in your answer. Mm-hmm. When you talk about the, these items, you know, uh, where do you feel the sensation or the emotion in your body? Ah, and when- so if you're like, you know, getting a headache or getting all tense, things like that. Sure. I mean, what, whatever want to work on like so for uh, you know a good example would, would be you know you could type on there something like uh, I'm feeling pretty depressed I, you know I lost my job for for some reason mm-hmm. uh, think about it uh, you know I have tears you know whatever it is mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. formulate the exact thing that you want to work on by answering the questions mm-hmm. you use the virtual EMDR eye movement software which means that there's going to be moving visual objects on your screen mm-hmm wear headphones because there are going to be tones that go from side to side. Oh, okay. So my, my one earpiece wouldn't work. I'd have to use headphones. Okay. Exactly. Because you want to have bilateral stimulation. Okay. You want to be your tones moving from side to side. And mm-hmm. again, a, a really short version of EMDR is when you think about bad stuff while you process, while you stimulate the hemispheres of your brain, you're mm-hmm. to react to those uh, difficult feelings or past events in a different way. Mm-hmm. So you start to feel differently about them. Mm-hmm. So um, long story short, uh, our program has allowed people to have access to EMDR sessions when they need them. Mm-hmm. And then you can go back and talk about the lockdown again. I mean, where they can just do spot sessions whenever they need to. So um, really quick, I mean, you know, speaking for myself personally, um, I really like my wife. She is a, a great person. She's easy to get along with. But when we were locked down together for two months, uh, there were a couple times mm-hmm. where, you know, we just went to war. And, one, you know, right. one of the 
that I find with virtual EMDR is I, I do sessions on myself periodically. I can step myself down mm-hmm. from that emotional ladder quite easily by doing EMDR session on myself. So Right. Well, and as you said, it, it can be at any time during the day. You know, I would imagine for, for many people – it's something, you know, they, they might have a bad dream or, you know, something. So it's in the middle of the night and they need to, to calm themselves down or, you know, or they see something happen. And, you know, and, and I like that you say that it doesn't make whatever that, that memory was go away because as traumatic, as horrible as those memories are, I think they're still part of us. And, and you know, in, in some ways we still kind of need those because of who we are, but we just need yeah. to, as you said, we need to, to know how to, to deal with them differently. Um, you know, you mentioned, you know, being a victim of crime is maybe a great example where, yeah. you know, you're going to be more conscious of who's around you, what's going on. So that's a good yeah. thing, but you don't want to be terrified to walk down a street in the dark. Exactly. And, and that's such a perfect example for, how EMDR, in this case, virtual EMDR, a hallmark of traumatic memory is that it continues to bother you. It mm-hmm. continues to be something that you feel is a threat, even though it happened years ago. And for example, let's say you're, you're afraid to go outside and afraid to be around the city because you were a victim of a crime and you know, you're worried that it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Now, you understand that rationally, it's statistically right. yeah. going to happen, but in these mm-hmm. situations... All the rational thought in the world is not, not mm-hmm. going to happen. Well, the way that EMDR works is it really helps you sort of normalize those bad memories. I like to say that it helps the brain digest those kind of mm-hmm. thoughts, and mm-hmm. put them in the appropriate mm-hmm. cabinet in the back mm-hmm. of your brain. So that way, next time you are out walking around in the city mm-hmm. or something like that, um, you know, maybe you'll be aware of the possibility that it could happen, mm-hmm. but it just sort of be like anything else. like. Mm-hmm. Uh, could get in an auto accident or you could struck by lightning Mm -hmm. and it won't be a pleasant thing Mm -hmm. to think when you were a victim of a crime Mm -hmm. but it won't have those hallmarks of traumatic memory anymore and what's pretty great about this is um traditional uh, talk therapy you can spend years talking to someone about your past Mm -hmm. and what happened and here's your story and here's where you came from and all that kind of stuff and emdr doesn't work that way at all And, and what i mean if you have something that you want to work through, if you have something you want to focus on, most people really start with virtual EMDR, for example, mm-hmm. really start getting permanent results after mm-hmm. to six, 20 or 30 minute sessions mm-hmm. that they do on their own. So you, you can really change how you're feeling about things, mm-hmm. anxiety, compulsive behaviors mm-hmm. in a reasonably quick period of time. Right. Um, Unlike, again, tradi- you know, more traditional talk therapy, which you can spend years working on that stuff. Well, and sometimes I, th- you know, and, and I've, this, this is just purely, you know, anecdotal. Sometimes I think therapists like you to keep coming back. So they, you know, <laughs> and of course, that's yeah. just from watching it on TV. We'll just put it that way. Um, but it, it is incredible the power that our brain has. Absolutely. over our reactions, you know, whether it's something, you know, traumatic or not. I, I have uh, a friend of mine is a, a hypnotherapist and I have seen her for, for pain issues, um, you know, and, and some things like that. And, and one of the things I happened to mention to her one time was, you know, I'm, I'm horrible remembering people's names. 
Yes. And she looks at me and she laughs. And, and I mean, you know, in, in normal times, I could easily meet 100 people a week at networking events and not remember a single name. Yes, you know, and, and, you know, and, and, and I, so I told her, I said, Ugh, you know, I'm, and, and of course she looks at me and she laughs and she says, well, first of all, because you tell yourself you're bad at remembering names you're going to be bad at remembering names. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and so she worked through things. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, part of what I've, I have done with her are breathing exercises and things like that. And, and I actually used some of that earlier this week. I, I broke a tooth, had to go have, you know, dent, emergency dental work. You know, luckily, our dentists are back open here. Um, but, you know, and, and, and I'm I'm not I am not at all traumatized by dentists. I'm actually one of those people who, when I was a, a, a little kid, had a really really good dentist. And so I learned very early on not to be afraid. You know, which but I but I know you know for many people going to a dentist is not a good thing. Going to a doctor is not a good thing. But you know, so so as you know, she was having to to numb, and this was not good because it was my back molar. So she was having to really get in there and numb. I was doing breathing exercises, not only to focus my brain, but because, you know, you you get in those situations, you hold your breath, you're going to pass out. Um, But, you know, just breathing and and thinking through these things. And and I closed my eyes. I mean, that was one of the biggies so that I wasn't seeing what was going on. But my brain calmed me back down um, in in order to, to not smack her when she was giving me those injections. But yeah, and, and so, you know, our, our brains really can get us through this. Or it can it can do the exact opposite, and so you know I love that that you know you with using um, EMDR, people are able to retrain how they're thinking about things. Yeah, and you said something really interesting there about going to the dentist. One of the other really cool things about EMDR is it can be used for future events, and what I mean by uh-huh. that. Mm-hmm. You're having a medical procedure in two weeks and you know it's not going to be particularly comfortable, mm-hmm. but you know it's something that you have to do. You can, over the course of the next two weeks, do, you know, two or three sessions, something like focusing okay. on procedure. Mm-hmm. It's called installation to make you more comfortable when you uh-huh. actually get to the situation mm-hmm. and you'll find it's a breeze. You find that you feel totally different about mm-hmm. it. So uh, EMDR, more specifically virtual EMDR, can be used for all kinds of uh, mm-hmm. difficult future events, things that you're worried about, mm-hmm. test anxiety, mm-hmm. uh, have to give a speech, uh, any sort of future events mm-hmm. that you work on. And it really works well for that kind of stuff. Right. So. Well, and, and you mentioned um, that, that you didn't want to fly. You know, that yes. is, is clearly something that, that many people um, have, have a great deal of anxiety about, um, yes. you know, and, and so to be able to do this, and then I'm guessing what might also happen is, you know, you're actually at the airport, you start to get stressed, and you've got your phone, which then you can, you can go online and you can do, you know, a, a quick EMDR session and calm yourself back down. Or even when you're sitting in your plane in the or in your seat in the plane. Well, I mean, you know, it, 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 to to be clear, I mean, just a few things. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. When I first did EMDR, it was mm-hmm. I go on a, a two hour flight for business, and I was terrified to do it. And by doing about six in person sessions, mm-hmm. I felt just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And in fact, you know, oddly enough, I live overseas now. Um, door to door to get back to Denver from Singapore is about 30 hours. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, with my fear of flying gone, in the last five years, I've been in 30 countries. I've mm-hmm. seen wow. of just unbelievable stuff mm-hmm. in parts of the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's definitely worked for mm-hmm. the but as, as far as, you know, getting on the plane and all that kind of stuff, I don't have to do any of that anymore. I've, uh, I've dealt with it. Uh, um, the EMDR, I got on the first flight. Mm-hmm. I want to point out, and this, this is pretty important, that uh, you can't really do uh, virtual EMDR on a phone. You need a, a larger a screen, screen okay. to facilitate eye movements. And yeah, a phone, it's, it's, just, it's just too small. I mean, I guess technically you could if you held it right mm-hmm. up to your face. But, well, and I would think you're getting a lot of distractions when it's just on a tiny little screen. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good point as well. Virtual EMDR is not something that you want to do on the bus on the way to work. You want to say, okay, I want to work on these kind of issues. You know, tonight after dinner, I'm going to shut myself in the mm-hmm. spare bedroom in front of my laptop and I'm going to spend 30 minutes or okay. 20 minutes or however long you choose and do mm-hmm. a session, something that, mm-hmm. uh, there's really a goal at the end of it. You know, mm-hmm. I want to work on my PTSD symptoms and mm-hmm. how I have anger outbreaks at my spouse, my children. So, you know, you, you do those, let's say six sessions over the course of a month and you, so it's, yeah, it's not something that, uh, um, like I said, you, you know, you, you want to do on, uh, on your commute or something mm-hmm. like that. It's right. much more ideal to sort of take time out mm-hmm. go someplace quiet and complete mm-hmm. a session. Right. You know, as you were talking about this, it, I was thinking, you know, it is, it's, as you were saying, it's very personal. You know, you go off by yourself, you do it. Um, and I think that's one of the, the issues that sometimes people have is they don't want to admit that they need assistance, that they might yeah. be um, struggling, you know, all of these various things, especially if, say, they're the, the small business owner who's really trying to, to take care of their family. You, know, you don't want to stop and say, hey, you know, I, I, I have problems. I need issues. And with something like this, like you said, you know, that you can just go, you can, people might think you're working. <laughs> you know? And so you're just, you're, you're, you're off. And the other thing that, that you mentioned was, you know, our rational brain doesn't always help with this process. You know, fear of flying would be a great example. Yeah. We know in our rational brain how statistically safe flying is yes you know i you can you can tell somebody until you're blue in the face the number of times that people are killed in crashes as opposed to how many people actually are safe every day and all of those things but somebody's still gonna be that one you know that that one person and now you add in the fact that you know in in this pandemic i mean that's that is the big thing that i'm hearing people talk about for any type of public transportation is getting on an enclosed a very tightly enclosed space with people who have germs now people have always had germs i mean you know and again back to that rationalization you're always you know there but you know thinking of sitting next to someone for even a 2 hour flight that could be asymptomatic. And, you know, I mean, the, the stress level just immediately ratcheted up. I'm not sure the travel industry will recover 
from from all of this. Um, you know, they yeah. I mean, it's it's really going to to be different. But again, our rational mind tells us one thing, while the other part of us goes, but that one person next to me could kill me. <laughs> you, know? Um, you know, and and so I, I love this. Yeah, it's a uh, it's really interesting about what you were saying earlier about the idea of just being able to work on your stuff whenever you want. And, and uh, one of the unintentional results that we found mm-hmm. of our research working with military vets, police officers, and first responders, and we didn't realize this. Uh, uh, we, we had a program for a while where we, we'd given our program away for free to about 1,500, mm-hmm. I think, uh, vets, police officers, and first responders. And we've even given it away to EMDR therapists at the Mm -hmm. VA. One of the things that we didn't anticipate is this is a community of people who see themselves as being pretty tough. Right. Cannot show any fear, any, you know. Mm -hmm. And the last thing they want to do is sit down with a stranger and say, hey, let me tell you, you, but let me tell you some of the most personal, you know, the most unbelievable personal Mm -hmm. uh, about myself that make me emotional. So what we found with this particular community is they loved virtual EMDR because they didn't have to tell anyone else what they're working on. It's something that they could work on on their own and they could get results on their own. Mm-hmm. No interaction with a stranger, no, you know, weeping and telling someone your story, anything mm-hmm. like that. And, and we didn't expect this at all when we started testing with mm-hmm. veterans and law enforcement and first responders, it didn't even cross our mind that, that, you know, this community might, you know, like to work by themselves. And then it turned out that that was one of the things that they loved most about Mm -hmm. them. Right. Yeah. And, you know, like you were saying, you're looking at your computer screen, you've got your headphones on, somebody looks at you, they're going to assume you're watching a movie, (laughs) something like that. So you're really doing it. um, And, and no one, no one, you know, might ever know what's, what's really happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, uh, it's all, all you really need is a laptop mm-hmm. or a tablet, and then some headphones or earphones, and you know, you can get a session done. Some people that choose to do longer sessions, mm. four minutes, fifty mm-hmm. minutes, but we find that more than forty percent of people choose to do incredibly short sessions, only twenty minutes. So it, wow. you know, it's convenient. You can really mm-hmm. uh, get a session done quite quickly. Mm-hmm. What Interesting thing about this, by the way, uh, not, not to go on a tangent, is until virtual EMDR came along, EMDR therapy was exclusively controlled by the therapy community, by EMDR therapists. So right. it was one-hour appointments. Those mm-hmm. appointments were once a week, unless mm-hmm. you had money and could afford twice a week. Mm-hmm. Our program, for example, it's unlimited sessions for $69. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, and... So this really opened the door for people to say, do shorter sessions. You know, I only do a 20-minute session. I don't want to, you know, so deep into my trauma and, and a really long session to do sessions whenever they needed to do a session mm-hmm. and then to do sessions more frequently. So it really eliminated the need for people to just work on their, their therapeutic issues or their trauma mm-hmm. once a week. It really opened the doors for them to start doing it at their own pace when they felt like they were ready to do so. Right. You know, and 
you talked about first responders and, and, you know, military and police and people like that thinking, oh, we're tough. We can work through it. I mean, so many times we've all been told that, you know, have a stiff upper lip, buck up, yeah. um, you know, yeah. all these various things. And, and, and so admitting that we need help really is, is very difficult or even knowing when we need help. I think that might be the other thing is we all think, oh, it's not that serious. It's, you know, all these various things. And so I was, I was looking on your website and I, I didn't have a chance to, to delve into these. And so that's why, you know, I, I was wanting to know. So you've got a bunch of self-tests. Talk us through a little bit about some of, of those. Yeah. Um, you know, oddly enough, that door is only beginning uh, to open. Um, right now we have some pretty basic self-tests that you can take on our website, mm-hmm. which is virtualemdr.com for free. So for example, there's, uh, we have a PTSD test, a a career burnout test, a depression test. Mm -hmm. We have the ACE test. That's the adverse childhood experiences test. It's Mm -hmm. only questions. It's Mm -hmm. from the CDC. Uh, It's 10 questions about your childhood. It's considered Mm -hmm. to be a gold standard trauma test. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fact, it's absolutely horrifying to talk about this. The they can directly correlate you having a high score on the test to a shorter lifespan mm. disease, a massive increase in the rate of suicide, sudden death. I mean, it's, it's really terrible. So yeah, we have uh, um, all these tests on our, on our website. And um, the exciting thing is before the end of this year, we're going to be starting with uh, a whole bunch of um, other really common psych tests uh, in in inventories. And we're even going to be having uh, um, online groups. So it'll be a group like a Zoom group where people with a similar situation get together. It's, you know, seven or eight people with anxiety that are overseen by uh, a therapist volunteer. Mm -hmm. And that same group will be able to go and do EMDR sessions on their own in between the the weekly uh, talk sessions. So opening the door with mm-hmm. with more and more testing mm-hmm. uh, it's taken us really a while though it seems like in business when you say we're going to do something in a month it inevitably takes two or three months. nothing or a pandemic hits <laughs> then, yeah right absolutely so. You know, and, and I'm I'm looking at some of these tests and and I'm you know it's it's you know it's like one of them is are you depressed or just sad you know, and, yeah. and, you know, or um, are you in a codependent relationship? Are you at risk for burnout? You know, all these various things, which, again, you know, we're, we're all thinking, oh, it's okay. Everybody else is going through this. This is yeah. normal. This is natural. Well, it could be, but that still doesn't mean you don't need help. Yeah, and, and I just want to say, you know, I realize that this is a business podcast, so it's a little bit unusual for us to but I think, well, business people go through this just as much, if maybe not more, because of the pressures we put on ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, so one of the things that I want to say, you know, to anyone that listens to this, I know you may be expected to hear about business this week and you're, you're hearing about therapy this week instead, but it's so crucial to mm-hmm. take care of your mental health, especially right. when you're a business person. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you firsthand that, you know, I sit in my office a million, a million hours a day not always a healthy thing to do, but I, you know, a lot of work, I have to run this business. So it's really important that we find ways to take care of ourselves, whether it's something like virtual EMDR 
whether it's getting out and going for a walk for an hour, something like that, or it's calling somebody that you feel like you can really connect with and that you trust and, and talk to them about what's going on. And really it's more important than ever because you only are running a business, but for a lot of people, there's an additional stress with everything that's going on in the world. And a lot of us, we have, we have families to support mm-hmm. important things in our lives. So I, I really encourage people to right. up and do some things to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I, I was thinking, you know, many of us are a business unto ourselves. You know, we're, 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 we're the business. Um, and yeah. what I'm trying to say is we don't have employees. You know, we might have consultants. We might have people we work with. But right now, if you have employees, for the most part, and I'm, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm going to take a leap here and say the vast majority are stressed. Because even if your business happens to be doing well during this pandemic, you know, whatever it is, your employees are still stressed because they might have their kids at home. They might have their spouse at home. You know, all of these various things you're having to adapt to all of a sudden your employees are not working in the office. They're working online. You're responsible for all of these people. You know, when when we hear about all these furloughs and, and things I mean, I can't imagine that amount of stress that that someone is going through. You know, we don't. We, long gone are the days of the uncaring, unfeeling boss. That you know, they just want to get the job done. They care about their employees. They care what they're yeah. going through, and of course, they're going through all of it themselves too. But um, you know, and and so you know, being a business owner, manager, you know, even if you're just head of a department or manage one other person, this is an incredibly stressful time. It is. Yeah. I mean, I was just on, it's, it's nighttime here. It's 10 o'clock at night. I think it's mm-hmm. 10 where you are. It's the exact. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no. It's, uh, uh, it's, it, it's almost 10 AM for me. Yep. Yeah. It's the end of my day. I was actually on a zoom business meeting today. It was pretty worldwide meeting. We had us or India and New Zealand. And, you know, one of the people on the meeting, and this is just how it is now. This is the new normal. Mm-hmm. Hear their kids in the background. Hear them, you know, the kids were going crazy. The kids were mm-hmm, going crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he's a great guy and everything, but he just blew up at a certain point yelling right. at to shut up. Not because he's a horrible guy. It's just because life has changed. I mean, we right. have the, the same sort of mm-hmm. space, distance, uh, uh, and, you know, the comfortable timeouts mm-hmm. that we used to. So, right. yeah, it's really important now, really more so than ever, that people take and take care of their men. Yeah, I mean, we, we're hearing about what they call Zoom fatigue, where, you know, it's, it's mental and physical, you know, where you have, have sat all day on Zoom, which we all know just sitting at your chair is not good. Um, but, but then there's also the stress because, you know, this is great to be able to see people, but, but it, there is a little bit difference. Um, you know, clearly we're not able to read a lot of body language. We are stressed about what's going on behind us. And, and, you know, in, in the, the other rooms, you know, is the kid going to appear? Is the cat going to appear? I, you know, it's, it's fun for me when I'm doing interviews to, to see some of these things, you know, I was interviewing somebody uh, a month or so ago and, and her dogs kept going back and forth behind her in the room. I could see the whole room. And I just thought it was the cutest thing in the world. I happened to mention it to her and, she, and it, 
to- oh, it, it totally freaked her out. She thought it was so unprofessional. And I said, oh, oh gosh, no, that was certainly not my intention. I said, I thought it was cute. Um, but, you know, we have all of these additional things that are going on. And, you know, so if you can spend 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever you need, sitting in front of your computer screen with your headphone on, doing EMDR, you know, or, you know, maybe you need something else. We need to, to be open to saying we need to do this. And, and I think maybe that's the biggest thing is we need to be, you know, we need to be strong enough to admit that we need help on occasion. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I want to be clear about something. Virtual EMDR can be used for the kind of things that we're talking about, mm-hmm. anger, outbursts, stress, all that right. kind of mm-hmm. thing. But EMDR is much more typically used for more serious things like that. So right. PTSD in your past, and that mm-hmm. can be from being in an auto accident, mm-hmm. being military, being a police officer, being a victim of a crime, mm-hmm. having use of childhood, whatever it is. Uh, we have virtual EMDR has a, uh, addictions program mm-hmm. for people struggling with addictive behavior, mm-hmm. uh, serious depression, mm-hmm. anxiety. Uh, we also, we have a grief and loss program for people who, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they've had mm-hmm. uh, a, someone that's close to them mm-hmm. and they can't seem to get past mm-hmm. it and get back to a more normal life. And, and, and grief is not something that you just magically get past. Right. This is yeah. more of a program for Someone, you know, time is going by, you just can't function at all. I mean, so EMDR, more specifically in this case, virtual EMDR, tends to work with um, really difficult problems. And we actually see that the majority of clients who uh, we have signing up for it are are using it for those more serious issues and not just day to day Mm -hmm. depression or malaise or anxiety or those kind of things. You know, and but what I can imagine is that if you kind of had that underlying challenge that you were facing, the pandemic is making it worse um, because we're, we're self or, you know, you know, we're, we're isolating, whether it's, you know, that we're doing it ourselves or we're being told we have to, um, you know, and, and so then you focus on it, you know, you just have more time to sit and think about the things that happen, good and bad, in your life. Um, yeah, um, the pandemic again has really changed a lot of. Things. Um, we've really grown as a company mm-hmm. over the course of the pandemic, and mm-hmm. for example, the daily emails that we get mm-hmm. every day. Uh, I get emails. I, I give out my personal email address to a lot of people, and I encourage people to contact me personally. But. Uh, every day I get emails from people where they're, you know, just kind of spilling their guts out about mm-hmm. what's going wrong with them and, uh, you know, asking what they can do to, to feel better. And mm-hmm. so almost every day getting more and more emails from mm-hmm. therapists looking for new solutions, how to help. Because mm-hmm. not only are we growing, but therapists are seeing more and more people who are in need of therapy. Right. And a lot has to do with mm-hmm. isolating. We're not you know, interacting with other people the way that we used to. So, mm-hmm. well, and I can see that continuing, not not in a, a bad way, but what you know, when I've been talking with a lot of people, you know, in you know, just in general on this program, things like that, since the pandemic hit, many of us are are thinking, and you know, and it is looking more like this will will happen, that working from home is going to become more normal 
And so, you know, whether, and so we're just going to be isolated more, but that's because, you know, businesses are thinking, wow, you know, this worked really pretty good. So why are we paying rent on all of this space? You know, it's, it's yeah. easier for us to have employees at home as long as the work gets done. Really, who cares? Um, you know, and, and so if you, and, and which one of the cool things is then, you know, we're, we're figuring, oh, you know, I might be able to work better at midnight than at nine in the morning. And if I get my job done, who cares? Um, you know, if we have to be home because we have kids that are home, you know, that's, that's going to be a, another thing that, that many people are going to have to deal with. Uh, but I, and, you know, and we can expand the, the workforce, the work environment. You know, if you're working virtually, you know, you're in Singapore. I'm in Atlanta. I mean, all these various places. So we're no longer going to be constrained, especially if you have an office with having to be in one certain proximity, you know, so that's going to be great. I think, I think so many people are going to think that is, is wonderful. Now there are, you know, but there are as many people who are like, no, no, I need to be in an office. I need that interaction. I need those things. Um, But we are, I think we are going to be and, and see people being more alone, which comes back to the fact that then they have time to stop and, and think about the traumas that have happened in their life, um, yeah. you know, all of these various things. And, and so that's, I, I really do see more and more a need for services like yours. Yeah. It, you know, it's funny for the business people who listen to this podcast. I mean, having a business, a home business, mm-hmm. online business, it's amazing. Like I, I feel so lucky to be in the situation that I'm in mm-hmm. and I encourage anyone out there to start your own business rather than working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's a double-edged sword. It's a blessing and a curse. I remember the first six months or so when I started virtual EMDR. I mean, at that point we were losing money. Like we didn't even know what we were doing. Our, we were still testing our product. In fact, right. we were testing that version of our product on volunteers from the 12 step community. So, mm-hmm. you know, a people, Narcotics Anonymous people who, mm-hmm. sure, you know, I'll try it out. So it, anyways, it's a, it's a real double-edged sword because I remember in that first six months, I was so happy to be doing my own thing. I was so happy to be sitting at work with a cup of coffee and wearing, still wearing the pajamas I wore. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's great. I, you know, I didn't even brush my teeth this morning, whatever. I don't know. Um, that's gross. Sorry. Uh, no, I, th- I think that's more and more, you know, we're like, I, I asked somebody, I said, so do you brush your teeth before you zoom? <laughs> yeah, just so they're shiny. Um, yep. No, I, I quickly found over the course of six months that I really missed, mm-hmm. the. F- you know, previously I was interacting with people in an office. Right. Uh, I would sit and have lunch with my coworkers mm-hmm. every day. I would hear stories about, you know, my coworkers, kids and spouses and what was on in their lives and all that kind of stuff. And that was just gone mm-hmm. when I went into business mm-hmm. for myself. So mm-hmm. you know, that, that again, it's a, it's a real double-edged sword. I would still encourage anyone to go into business for themselves because it's amazing. Right. But uh, yeah, you really got to keep an eye on how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I was talking with somebody earlier this week. I, you know, they, we have started in-person networking again here in, in Georgia. Now, yeah. you know, it's, it's limited. I think we can have 50 people social distancing, all those various things. 
I haven't been happy with looking at the photos that people are posting because they're not wearing masks. They're not social distancing. So I won't go. I mean, you know, that's just, and, but as much as I miss seeing those people, I'm actually not missing going because, you know, I, I, I'm able to, to better spend my time is maybe what I'm, I'm trying to, to get spit out. I'm not having the 45 minute drive each way. I'm not eating the, no, it's pretty good food at all the groups that I go to, you know, and, yeah. and I miss the, the programs, you know, but there's certainly ways that we can, you know, do online uh, programs, things like that. And of course, when we go to, to networking things, we tend to just go to talk to the people that you already know. So that's, you know, so rather than spending three hours at say a chamber of commerce event, including commute time and all of those things, spending three hours on LinkedIn really connecting with the people I need to connect to is a much better use of my time. Yeah. But, you know, but I'm not having that, that human interaction. And as, you know, as everybody who knows me knows, I am a, an extremely social person. The fact that I can't hug people really bothers, you know, and, and I was just at the doctor yesterday and we had to do the elbow bump thing. And I'm like, <laughs> um, you know, and, and, but, but yeah, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of this. You know, how much will we go back to doing things in person? How much online? But, you know, I, I think our mental health really is going to take a hit in, in this and we need to figure out ways that, that we can, can do this. And, and again, I think that, that what you have is, is perfect. So here in, in just the last couple minutes, tell, there, there is a, a fee. I mean, you know, you, you don't do this just out of the goodness of your heart, but it's very modest. Um, I, yes. I saw that and I thought, wow, this is, is, is very doable. But tell us a little bit more about virtual EMDR and, and, you know, a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, I mean, regarding a fee, we charge a fraction of mm-hmm. even a single session. Right. Less, yeah. less for, for a month than somebody would charge for an hour. Mm-hmm. And that's as many sessions as you want to do in a month. Mm-hmm. And it's, we have the people who are real go-getters who wake up at 5 a.m. and jog 10 miles every day. And some of those people will say, I did a session every day for 14 days and it totally changed everything wow. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, other people who, you know, sort of revisiting difficult emotions, mm-hmm. it, it's not such an easy thing to do. And, you know, those who will do is, you know, uh, a couple sessions a week or something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so we, we only cost a fraction mm-hmm. of what it costs to see an in-person mm-hmm. EMD therapist. And, I, you know, I would just encourage uh, anyone who's struggling with uh, depression, anxiety, and trauma symptoms. Those are the top three things mm-hmm. actually to see uh, for people coming to virtual EMDR. Anyone struggling with those or uh, addiction symptoms, grief and loss, fear and phobias. Mm-hmm. We have specialized programs or protocols mm-hmm. for each of those things. So, I, you know, I would encourage people to just have a look at our mm-hmm. website, uh, virtualemdr.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a lot of great YouTube videos if you want to learn oh. about EMDR, the mm-hmm. community that are affected by it um, and even see uh, an overview uh, of what an EMDR session is like. Uh, one other thing, uh, really quick, I would like to give out uh, 20 one-month subscriptions to Business Power Hour listeners. Uh, the best way to do that is for you to just email me directly, jeff okay. at virtualemdr.com. Just say, I heard you on Business Power Hour. You said that you were giving away uh, free one-month subscriptions. So the first 20 people that do that, I will email them back with a coupon so that they can try Perfect. some 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and we're we're not saying the amount specifically because prices change. People people watch and listen to this program years from now, and so you know we don't want to say one thing and and then you know have it be different a couple of years from now. But it really is incredibly affordable, folks. You know, when I was looking at this, I thought, wow, that's that is is a, a terrific price. I would be ecstatic if if. If we're still around years from now and you call me and say you heard me on Business Power Hour, I will honor because <laughs> I'm so glad that we'll still be around. I mean, we have we have long term goals. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Start working with veterans on a larger scale. VA. Ah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, you know, right now we we provided all the EMDR therapists at the VA with uh, the virtual EMDR therapist program, but we mm-hmm. want we feel like we can help hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of people. Right. who are struggling with trauma and PTSD. And right now we're doing about 10,000 sessions a month. Wow. Uh, yeah. And I, you know, I really think that we can do a lot more and we help a lot of people who can't afford to see an EMDR therapist mm-hmm. who live rurally mm. um, or just don't have a means to go at someone else's mm-hmm. office. So um, yeah, I'm really excited about the prospect mm-hmm. of still around in years. So great. I love it. You know, and, and I still remember one of the things that, that my acupuncturist said, and it, you know, he said, if it works, that's great. If it doesn't, then we find something else, you know, and, and to me, this is the same thing. If it works, that's absolutely fabulous, but there's no harm done if it doesn't. So why not check it out? If you're, if you're having issues, if you're having challenges, definitely go to virtualemdr.com and, and see if it's a good fit for you. Yeah. And actually it really does work well. Um, we track uh, some basic matri- uh, mm-hmm. uh, metrics of every virtual EMDR mm-hmm. session. It's done. And one of those is before and after distress. So that's rated on a scale of one if you're mm-hmm. a 10, that means your distress level is through the roof. You're right. absolutely mm-hmm. upset about something. Mm-hmm. And then we have that same metric at the end of the session. Mm-hmm. And we go uh, between 40 and 60% of our users, mm-hmm. this is in any given session, mm-hmm. experience a three to five point decrease in wow. their level of distress with just one session. Wow. And clear, I mean, that's data mm-hmm. that's based on. 30, 40,000 sessions. Mm-hmm. I can't, sorry, I can't be exact on, on how many sessions mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me, but that's solid a data. Uh, a big how, number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's solid data on mm-hmm. uh, our program works for people. So. Right. I love it. Well, Jeff, we'll definitely have to, to talk about this again because obviously it is going to be an ongoing type of, of concern that, that, you know, and, and so you'll be more than happy to have you on again and, and talk about this. But until then, do you have any final thoughts for everyone? Uh, yeah, I, I do. I just want to tell people uh, um, th- this is for uh, not only people struggling with, with COVID, mm-hmm. uh, small business owners, but again, and I sort of said this before, uh, it's really important to take care of yourself. And mm-hmm. honestly, it doesn't matter if you sign up for virtual EMDR or not, there's a lot of different things mm-hmm. that you can do to make yourself feel better. Uh, find someone that you trust, that you connect with, pick up the phone, talk to somebody about how you're feeling, about what's going on with your life, mm-hmm. get an appointment with a therapist, go for a nice long walk, do some deep breathing, but just make sure that you make an effort to take care of yourself every day. Now, if people 
do uh, want to do EMDR, that's great for us. Uh, EMDR is getting more and more popular. It's getting exclusively popular to the point where I'll meet random people and start talking about what I do for a living. And they say, you know, I've actually heard of your company. I know who you guys Ooh, are. Oh, so, that's always good. Uh, mm-hmm. It's amazing to hear how it's going. So, you know, EMDR is definitely one option for people who are struggling, but, uh, or how, who want to modify mm-hmm. uh, their emotional difficulties. Mm-hmm mental health issues. But yeah, again, all the simple stuff works as well. So, I, you know, I would just encourage people during this difficult time to make sure that they take care of themselves. You're not alone out there and that there are resources out there to help you with whatever you're working through. So great. I love it. I love it. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely wonderful discussion with Def- Jeff Tachek of Virtual EMDR. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks, Deb. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.